Well, yeah, and as always, when you're talking, I'm thinking you're you're causing me to think that society has phrased this all wrong because hmm. we we always talk about the leader should share their vision. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you need to share your vision. Yeah. And to me, it's implied that that's going to be you doing a whole bunch of talking. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius. Conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Ramsey! Marshall, I, uh, you know, I always comment on something in your visual, and I didn't do this last time uh, when you had the same background, but uh, that's a lot of naughty pine. Uh, that is a that is a late seventies, early eighties kitchen of some sort. I don't recognize it from a TV show or movie, but I'm guessing that you've got some story there. Yeah, it is a disobedient tree wood. You're correct, correct, uh, quite, <laughs> quite correct. The and the uh, avocado avocado green appliance uh, yes. is definitely a giveaway. I don't know why I picked this one today. It's from Mad Men. Oh, the, gotcha. The wonderful uh, show on AMC. Uh, just felt uh, just you had your little wooden bookcase going. I thought I need a little, you know, yeah. wood rustic kind of thing going. I, so yeah, I went with the went with the Madman. I found not only my Rubik's cube, but my can you see it? My Duncan Midnight Special yo-yo from my childhood. Yeah, Ooh, hoo, hoo. walk yeah. the dog. Uh, I know. Well, I never could, but yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't <laughs> mastered it, even though I've had it for thirty years. Yeah. That's very true. Dang. Anyway, hey, uh, you know, uh, I was thinking of a proverb as you were telling me about what you wanted to talk about for this episode. Um, and I know that at one point it was, I believe, blasted over the walls of uh, maybe maybe something for the Saturn Corporation. Um, but at any rate, where there is no vision, the people perish. It's uh, from the book of Proverbs and ancient Hebrew proverb. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But just vision is very, very important. Um, and getting people to buy into and understand what the vision is, is that's kind of the trick, isn't it? So you you had a story uh, about vision, you say. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I have a, a manager, a top manager, incredibly young, you know, highly driven, just an amazing young man. Yep. Doing a good job leading his team. And uh, he's been through our extensive coaching series of workshops. Mm -hmm. So we do these amazing workshops. Uh, this has been over a year's worth of workshops and uh, applying the concept of, of, of coaching, asking great questions, uh, you know, getting people to discover answers for themselves, uh, all those types of things that we talk about. And uh, he had had a, he'd had a life-changing, uh, career-changing experience. He visited a a department in another uh, store that does what he does and he just came back just in awe he, he, and he came back and we're mm -hmm. sitting down and he said that as as your uh, proverb indicates he had seen the vision uh -huh. and and he, he had hope and he said this is i know exactly what i want my department to to look feel operate and, and be like mm -hmm. so we got to talking about, you know, how do you how do you get people currently in your department to uh, to, you know, step up to, to do more, to uh, to improve processes and things like that. 
And he started to recap some conversations. And it was interesting because all of them started with uh, uh, the same three words. And he would say things like, if, if we want to make sure that our inventory is right, you got to label these parts. Mm. If you want to make sure that the customer is taken care of, you've got to call them. Mm-hmm. You've got to, and and he was just, uh, you know, and I could tell by the way he was talking, this is the exact phrasing he is using with his yeah. people. Right. Yeah. If we're, if, if we're going to be great at this, you got to. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, so, so how's that working? He goes, apparently they don't got to do anything. Because <laughs> 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 they're not doing any of the stuff that I keep telling them you got to do. And, uh, you know, I said, I, you know, I asked, I said, are, are you at a point where you would consider a different approach? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 At this point, I'm open for ideas. Mm-hmm. And that's when we begin thinking about what if I could get people to engage with the vision by asking them questions? If I could help them to see the vision by asking questions and allowing them uh, to you know, paint a picture for themselves and be drawn to something versus his current system of pushing people towards the vision. What if the vision was the draw? What if it pulled people in? So you decided not to say, if you want people to live out this vision, you've got to stop saying that phrase. You didn't do that, huh? I did not. Uh, we used that as a wrap-up item. Uh, <laughs> we could talk about, you know, when we got to the commitment phase of coaching, and so we started brainstorming, what are the good what questions, questions starting with what, uh, that would uh, get people to to move and see the direction that he'd like to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, questions would be, you know, what would it look like uh, if we were to improve this process? What would it look like if we were to keep our customers better informed? What would it look like? Uh, if we were to uh, achieve this success, uh, you know, our department, uh, you know, stretch goals and things like that. Yeah. And what is your vision uh, for our department? Mm. And, and all these questions designed to get them to think through, you know, what is our vision? What what could I do that would contribute to the vision? Yeah, you're, you're making me think about uh, something that we've often used you know, what would be the benefit for the customer? What would be the benefit for the company? What would be the benefit for you if we made these changes? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just trying to see it from all the angles. Oh, definitely, definitely. And so it, it was interesting because I thought, well, here's this, uh, we've been teaching this amazing coaching tool and mm-hmm. he done a nice job applying it to one-on-one individual performance, but hadn't made the natural or what I would think was the natural leap to let's apply this same idea of coaching and having people trip over the truth and gain insight uh, to uh, achieving a, a departmental goal or departmental vision. Yeah. And, and so I thought that was fascinating that, okay, it works great here, but I never thought of trying it uh, over here where it would work almost in, a, in an identical fashion. And I would suspect that that's partly because he felt like it was time for the tell mode. You know, the, the way you've uh, uh, put it on a continuum in your book is that we've got yell and tell on one side and ask and involve on the other side. And coaching is pushing toward asking and involving as much as you can. But we've always said, you know, hey, there are times that you do have to tell. 
And so maybe in his mind, you know, oh, you know, I saw this cool thing. I need to communicate it to you. Here's what I want you to start doing. Tell, tell, tell. But it sounds like in reality, like you said, tripping over the truth, there are some things that they could be doing to uh, the employees could be thinking about that would awaken them to this this new vision. Well, yeah. And as always, when you're talking, I'm thinking you're, you're causing me to think that uh, society has phrased this all wrong because hmm. we, we always talk about the leader should share their vision oh yeah yeah so you need to share your vision yeah uh, and to me it's implied that that's going to be you doing a whole bunch of talking yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be forced to do a whole bunch of listening yeah and this is not the case so uh, in this case, sharing your vision is asking questions so that people can see what you see. So the the blog uh, that I keep at hipsocket.net, I just posted an article uh, mentioning Frank Blake, who was the CEO of Home Depot. You know, he was like a corporate lawyer. You know, even even worked for the uh, uh, the uh, EPA, I believe it was, and. Uh, you know, sorry, a government lawyer, a corporate lawyer, and suddenly he gets tapped to be CEO. And he, he read a book on vision on his way back. That was like his first leadership book, but he, he got flown back to headquarters and like he read a book on the way that was like the first time he had, you know, read a leadership book because he wasn't planning on being the leader, you know, um, and it's a book on vision. And mm -hmm. one of the things that he did uh, that was part of his success is not just that he would go visit stores and he would write thank you notes that were very much appreciated. You know, he was big on recognition, but when he got good recognition, he would share that corporately. So, so in other words, if he heard a good story of a team member who was doing it the way that would honor the vision, he would say, Hey, you guys got to hear the story. And he would share that person's story with the, the masses. So, you know, e even then the tell that he's doing is a little bit of, uh, more sort of like throwing the spotlight onto somebody else and saying, check out, check out this. What do you notice here that would be helpful for us? So it, it makes perfect sense to the, uh, the way you approached it with uh, your client. Mm -hmm. Well, and that makes so much sense. So in this case, we would share stories about people who were doing stuff that moved us closer to the vision. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with the, with the, in this particular, uh, business enterprise i have had them do their vision drawings uh, oh. you know what would your what would your building look like feel like uh you know a, a year or two years from now uh, yep. so that's you know something that they've done and then the other thing we talked about was was you know okay you you're you know as the manager this person's very fired up because they've gone someplace and seen it yeah. right yeah, and come, experienced it yeah and coming in the word vision is you should be able to see it and yeah. this person has seen it, he could probably spend the next three years describing what he'd seen mm -hmm. to his team members, uh, when in reality, maybe the easiest way to do that would be have them to go shadow that department. Yeah. Uh, go go see what they're doing, how they do it, what the, what the atmosphere is like, what the communication is like, right. both internally and with customers. And, and now, you know, a picture's worth a thousand, ten thousand words. Uh, the actual experience of seeing it in, uh, live and go, okay, this is this is the level that we want to to attain and operate at. Um, mm -hmm. And now we can ask more what questions. All right, what did you see? 
What was yeah. the single biggest thing that you believe they were doing uh, that made them amazing? What, you know, just, yeah, what, 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 all the way through that uh, to kind of get them to put into words and to enunciate what they saw and what parts of it could be applied to what they're doing. Yeah. What gets in the way of us doing that particular thing that we saw at that good location. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the biggest thing we do that that's keeping us from, from operating at that level. Yeah. And so now, now you're off and running and we, and we, we concluded all this with an action step mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, what could you do uh, in order to ensure that you, you took a coaching approach versus a tell approach. And uh, the manager came up and said, you know, came up with the idea and said, well, the first thing I have to do is completely eliminate you got to mm-hmm. fr- from my vocabulary. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, he self-banned uh, the three-word phrase, you got to. Love it. Love it. Like, well, it, it's, you know, that's like the, the smallest of things with the biggest of impacts, right? Uh, that, that's just a, a tiny little change that we can all make. We can all tweak our vocabulary just a little bit, and uh, it, will, it will really change the environment because um, people will be hearing him differently after that. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And it was amazing to see how much energy he, he had mm-hmm. because he was a armed with a different approach. Yeah. He knew what he was doing wasn't working, but he kept doing it because he didn't see an alternative approach. And it was incredibly energizing to go, all right, there's something else I can do here. Yeah. And I'm excited yeah. about, about going down that path. Well, I think in a wrap up, I'll also say that I find that very convicting as a father, uh, because it's so often that you want to just, you know, with four kids at home, you you just want to impatiently say, just do it this way, just just do it. Um, and and there is some of that, you know, there there needs to be, you know, the ability to to submit to authority. I, I think that's a, you know, that that's a good thing that everybody in society really could have. Um, that's very countercultural right now because we're all supposed to be rebels. But um, but I but I think you know it, it doesn't help your parenting if the kids aren't able to hear you because there's so much tell. So mm-hmm. um, so this works at a at a parenting level as much as an employee employee level. And uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Thanks, Mike. Good stuff. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, all this coaching and and now there's more applications for it. So right. yeah, yeah, it can be used in a in a wider scale. Uh, to solve a, a a number of problems. So yeah, it, it, truly a rewarding day. Great stuff. All right. Well, we're going to let uh, Mr. John Wolf take us home. Um, who's, you know, he's told us a lot over the years to be really fair, but he, but he's usually right. So it's fine. Yeah. 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 I submit to his authority. <laughs> and that I guess is that it doesn't take a genius. No rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original. Feel free to give it to anyone, anytime, using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So, until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well. That's good enough.